0: Great skies. Hello blue, nothing can hold me when I, I hold, hold you. you Seems so right, can't, can't be, be wrong. wrong Rockin' and rollin' all week long These, These days, days are ours Happy days <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast Welcome back to TV Tangents. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Natalie. How are you today? I'm fine. What are you watching this week? Oh, my
1: gosh. Well, first of all, I'm going to start it out actually with a corny joke. Yes! On an episode I was just watching of what we're going to talk about. But it's also prevalent because we're recording this episode. It might not air, of course, but we're recording it on Father's Day. We sure are. So... Uh, I just have to mention on this show, as I was watching it, a teacher said, hey, everyone, it's time for a pop quiz. And Uh I'm about to give away the show because Potsy says, oh, is that a quiz about our fathers? (laughs) So,
0: of course, we're talking about happy Happy days. days. There's a lot of fun one-liners in this show. It's
1: uh yeah. The it's, very beginning too, the studio audience is a little oh. out of control.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I believe that they started with canned laughter. Oh, and for then, sure. Then they were like, we should probably do a live studio audience. Because
1: yes, the laughter at the beginning, I was like, this is <laughs> too much. And that wasn't even funny. What are you doing? I There's love like the inappropriate
0: laughter. It's yeah. like, ha ah.
1: it's like, good morning kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh wait, whoops. Like it, <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny. funny.
0: We should get a laugh track. We should get a laugh <laughs> we track. We should get a laugh track just for this episode. <laughs> and just have it at random times. That would be awesome. I like, love it. I'm sipping my wine. Ah.
1: <sighs>
0: yeah, it was... Um, it There were times that legit made me laugh. Yes. Like, hard.
1: Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. I just... I, I kind of watched the first few episodes of the series. Because I like doing that to see kind of how things start out. Mm-hmm. And how cheesy it is. And I love to watch... In most of the shows we've done, especially shows that we for sure watched as children or whatever, mm-hmm. it's so interesting to watch like the very first episode and see things that change. Because oh, yeah. sometimes whole houses have changed. Yes. Sometimes um, characters have changed or disappeared. Oh, like, oh it's, what? Yeah, it randomly <laughs> happens. So I loved this. It was, you know, Happy Days. Um, well, it aired from 74 to 84. Mm-hmm. But it's set... In the 50s and 60s um, is what it's, you know, meant to be. So, Which like also Laverne as a child
0: and confused me. Yes. yes. So like Laverne, like and, Laverne Shirley, and Shirley. We thought we were watching an old show, but we were watching a show. Right. Yes.
1: And Laverne and Shirley, of course, being a spinoff of Happy Days. So that's the other thing. I was kind of like, oh, okay, I forgot. And so again, this is in Milwaukee as well. I also pronounced Millie Wauke. So I also did notice at the very beginning, as I was watching a few episodes, so you know... Everyone, if you watched Happy Days, the beginning, the theme song is mm-hmm. pretty prominent. However, the first season, you they clue in on the little jukebox mm-hmm. and it's rocking around the clock that's played. Yes, which is Richie's favorite song. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until like, so that whole, and then they switched it to the mm-hmm. actual Happy Days theme. The Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Happy Days. Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Happy Days. Weekend comes, my cycle hums. <laughs> Dancing all week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clearly, I didn't watch it enough. I totally have it in my head because I've been watching it. Yeah, so, I know. Um, it was in my head all week. Great show though. Like, and it's very—it's super cheesy in the beginning, but it's really fun. And it's, I just thought it's of cheesy like
0: cheesy in a fun family way. It is.
1: It is, and it's very—it's very set back in the day. But then there's some stuff where I was surprised at some things that were even said. I mean, at mm. one point, like. You know, so Joni is the younger sister Mm -hmm. of Richie. So these are Mm -hmm. the Cunninghams. And there's an episode I was just watching and uh, Marion, the mother, she was like, they were having a conversation and she's like, well, when you talk to your daughter about sex, Mm da-da-da-da-da, she was like... Fourteen, and yeah. which I, you know, I guess that's normal. But she seems younger on the show, and I was like, "Whoa!" Did they just say that in the fifties? Oh wait, it's actually oh, wait, the seventies, and exactly. <laughs> so it's
0: the seventies portraying the fifties. So it's more realism than say Leave It to Beaver, for sure. For because sure, there was a lot of sex talk in mm-hmm. this show. It is pretty racy, actually. Sometimes there's a lot of um, Richie just trying to make out with his girlfriend, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and Potsy and Malph. Ralph. Mm -hmm. Ralph Ralph the Mouth are always trying to get it on with girls all the time that's all they
1: care about and then of course the popular character Mm. Arthur Fonzarelli otherwise known as Fonzie Fonzie. he is always I mean he is like the epitome of everyone who all the boys want to be him he gets all the girls he apparently snaps his fingers and then they just are putty in his hands sure although that's Um, not always
0: true in the earlier episodes sometimes he's got some issues like in one in one episode i was watching they had just seen a james dean movie and he was trying to be like james dean in the movie Mm. and and it wasn't quite working at first and then Mm. and then it did work and then richie tried it at the bus stop and this girl was like what is wrong with you you and then he told her i'm trying to be james dean and she was like well cool it well, cool. sit on sit
1: it sit on it oh my gosh i wrote that on i wrote that down so i would remember and I that was like just have that written down i'm, I'm on gonna it. start saying that to people and it was sit on the on wall it. bathroom wall uh and i just heard everybody all the time especially Joni comes in and one of the guys would be like oh da 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 and she's like sit on it ralph and everyone's like "Ooh, Ooh burn burn and i'm like <laughs>
0: oh that's hilarious well happy days actually aired as an episode of Love American Style. Okay. That was the first time that it aired. And it was actually just the unsold pilot that Gary Marshall put on that show. Mm. um, Because he wasn't able to get it sold. They just put it on there. And they had um, a different mom and dad. But it was still Richie and the mom and a couple other characters were the same. Uh, Potsy was there. Mm -hmm. And George Lucas actually cast Ron Howard who at the time was Ronnie Howard, mm-hmm. in American Graffiti, based right. on the Love American Style episode okay. that they okay. were in. That episode was called Love and the Happy Days.
1: And I couldn't remember till I like looked that up, whether American Graffiti, I was trying to remember, mm-hmm. I love that movie, um, was before Happy Days. And I'm like, I kind of had to be, it, right? I'm thinking of what Ron Howard looked like, yes. and I couldn't remember for sure.
0: So, it, first it was Love and... American style. Okay. Then American Graffiti. Then it renewed ABC's interest in the pilot. Mm. Having seen American Graffiti, they were like, we need an American Graffiti type of TV show. Yeah. So they picked up Gary Marshall's pilot, gave him the green light for the series. He recast a couple people and then they had happy days. It did okay in the ratings in the first two seasons. But then they realized that Fonzie was the favorite character. I I did read something about that. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, you
1: never think that now because of who he who he became. Sure. But when I saw that, they're like, yeah, he was kind of an afterthought. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, uh, no, this is the best That's guy the ever. Guy. And then he became prominent. Yeah. And they even said like even he did. Well, I don't think he was even in the um, credits at the beginning mm-hmm. during the song. Um, and then all of a sudden he's
0: there and he does. And then he was up. first. Yeah. yeah. And he started in the first season wearing, like, a blue wi- windbreaker. He was mm-hmm. supposed to look more like James Dean. And then he got his oh, leather jacket yeah, later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so th- after that, it became the number one show in 76 and 77. The network then wanted to rename the show Fonzie's Happy Days. Oh. But Gary Marshall and Ron Howard threatened to quit. Well, if they yeah. they did that. That's crazy. Like we were saying, there's some risque stuff there in this is, show. Yeah. Season two that I was watching. Starts with Richie trying to neck with his girlfriend, Gloria, in the living room. But it's like nighttime and his parents keep coming down and they're like, oh, Richie, Gloria, hi. And (laughs) so he's tired of living at home Hmm. because of this. He doesn't have any privacy. So he moves in with his brother, Chuck. Oh.
1: His brother, Chuck. Yes, who was in the first few episodes, And was of in the pilot, yeah. And I saw him, and I'm like, oh, here's someone I didn't remember was ever in he, the show. Yeah, he
0: was in the first two seasons. Mm. But then they decided... Fonzie was the big brother character. Mm -hmm. Ah, So why have Chuck? Chuck? Did
1: Chuck join the army? Nope. Okay. He just like disappeared. He, yeah, (laughs) he just literally
0: disappeared. So Chuck lived in an apartment and Richie went to live with him because Chuck was in college and Richie was in high school. But Chuck was a slob. And literally all of Richie's friends made a key to this apartment so that they could take their dates there and try to hook up. Oh, wow. And all of their dates are like yeah come on let's go someplace where we can be alone (laughs) and but richie's at the apartment because it's his apartment Mm -hmm. it's filthy and there's stuff everywhere and gloria is like she has a curfew and she needs to be home and she's Mm -hmm. like we need to get it on quick because i need to get home (gasps) oh my goodness but then people start coming in with their keys and so they they can't so yeah so everybody ends up there and they end up playing games
1: isn't it like, and then at some point, like, does it, fa- okay, first of all, the, I didn't realize this until I was watching a few, that from the very beginning, as they're like freshmen in high school. Well, no, they are driving, so they couldn't have been, but season four, they
0: all graduated
1: from high school. They did. So but Fonzie was a dropout the entire yes.
0: Time and it seemed like Fonzie was like 40, but that's it, fine. Well,
1: and Henry Winkler was <laughs> like 30 when this started, right. he's supposed to be in high school. And I'm gonna glug, glug, glug pour okay, a wine.
0: Let's have some wine, the bacon wine. Oh, bacon wine, Ugh. it's carnivore wine. Give me know. some bacon wine. I don't know how I feel about I'm it in push a minute. I'm gonna okay, pour across the yeah, this is ca- across carnivore. The way. carnivore, carnivore, Cabernet Sauvignon, vintage 2016. Mm. Ooh
1: different from what we were drinking uh, but it's bacon
0: good. it's good okay that's gonna drip on. bacon don't drip okay there we go it doesn't matter okay but so yeah
1: i had to point out that henry winkler was like 29 when the yeah. show started and is supposed to be like 15 16 <laughs> and uh was is a high school dropout because there's i watched an episode called fonzie drops in oh, he tried yeah. to drop back into high sure. school it was awesome and he comes in the class and he's like telling everybody what to do um, and then he wants Richie to help him cheat on his test. Mm. And of course, Richie is the all-American good boy and can't do it. And Fonzie passes by like one point from get, from failing his yes. test. Well, they're outside at the end and they're like, oh, but you did it, you did it. And he goes, yeah, this just isn't for me. I, I want in. He works in a garage and he's mm-hmm. great apparently at what he does. And he's like, yeah, forget this test. And he crumples up the test. And he has it, like, in his hand. Yeah. So he goes and gets on his bike at the end of this episode. You know, he's got the motorcycle, of course. And Richie watches him from afar. And Fonzie, like, opens it up. And looks at it and smiles again and he like straightens it out and he folds it back up and puts it in his pocket. Like he was proud of himself for doing sure. what he did. Even though he's not gonna go back to school. Um, and it's all cheesy and he kinda Aww. just drives off. And I was like, Oh, how cute. But and he ends up going to night school and graduates yeah. with the class and they get him to walk in the ceremony and everything, which is kinda cool. So
0: Well, that's good influence. See, it's all a good influence on the kids. Yes. Most and definitely. When Richie sorry his name's not Richie. When <laughs> sure Ron Howard uh, was approached to do the show, he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to keep playing the American graffiti role. Ah. But uh, Gary Marshall promised him that Richie would graduate and move on mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah. So I think that's why they set them so old because they okay. wanted them to grow up. Right. if They were going to continue on for seasons. Yeah.
1: Makes sense.
0: Um so getting back to richie's girlfriend gloria Mm -hmm. in these in season two um she's played by linda pearl who later and we've talked about this where they reuse actors Mm -hmm. in sitcoms Mm -hmm. she came back in later seasons as fonzie's girlfriend oh who was a divorced single mother um she had a little girl played by heather o'rourke do you know who that is it sounds familiar. Uh, sounds familiar. She was the little girl in Poltergeist. Oh, okay. So she played her daughter. Wow. And uh, so this character was dating Fonzie until she ended up going back to her estranged husband. Mm. But more recently, Linda Pearl played Pam's mom on The Office. Did you watch The Office? I have never seen The Office and I need to. You what now? I know. Oh, my God.
1: When I very first... Let's get into that story real quick as a tangent. <laughs> very first time it came on TV back in, like, 05 or whatever it was, I was all, like... I watched the first episode, and I was like, No, nah, this is ridiculous. And so I never watched it. And then I had friends who were obsessed with it. And now, here we are all these years later, I have other a friend who doesn't watch any TV who's obsessed with it. Mm. And I'm all like, Okay. And then my nephew, who's 13... Has started to watch the things on the Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, Watched all of Friends. Has become obsessed with it, like the rest of his family. And uh, watched The Office. And told my sister, like, well, just don't watch the first season. Or you at least have to get through it, and then you'll fall in love
0: with it. He's so smart. Uh, He
1: apparently is. So that's my plan (laughs) at some point, because everybody I know has seen it, and I haven't seen it.
0: But also, continuing with our tangent, Mm -hmm. I can understand where you wouldn't relate to it. Because Mm -hmm. you haven't worked in an office like Like this. Like that. Correct. Yes. You worked in a different type of office. Right. I've
1: always had like a freedom to be out and about. I've never been in any kind of area where multiple people were in offices. Like yeah. And I think
0: those of us who have we are directly relating to it and that's Mm -hmm. what makes it so funny. Okay. But also I didn't watch it a lot when it was new because I wanted to punch Michael in the face. Mm. He's the manager, mm-hmm. and he's horrible. Oh, okay. So, um, anyway, that's gotcha. a tangent. Yep. Tangent. If you want, I don't know if you'll like it. I can't say that you will like it. I'm
1: gonna try it. I'm gonna try it and give it give it a chance and see what happens. But
0: you, having heard my horror stories of my office, mm-hmm. you might like.
1: I might really you might
0: you're right relate to it. That's me. That's true. I have I have lived vicariously at your office. Exactly. Your Oops. And uh, so you yeah. And actually, you know what? It a little bit is my office. So. Okay. Well, I'm excited <laughs> then. I'll have to try it out. Especially the one where they uh, there's an episode where they learn how to do CPR and everything just goes south. I've That's heard about that. exactly yeah. what would happen <laughs> if my office uh, did a CPR class. I love it. Okay.
1: Perfect. So getting
0: back to happy days. Back to happy days. So anyway, um, she played Pants Mom. Okay. So like we said, Big Brother Chuck vanished from the show after season two and was never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. Um, because they felt that Fonzie was a better Big Brother figure. And Chuck was kind of boring. Yeah. And he was a slob and he was never around. He was and never really they around. They just talk and, about yeah, him.
1: at home I watched him play basketball one episode, yeah. him and Richie. And then he's at the dinner table. and But then he was never
0: around. He wasn't and, a compelling character no. in any way.
1: And you know the what the great part about Fonzie I think especially but even the dynamic with Richie was like Fonzie was very uh, sorry sorry, you don't like the wine huh it's just it hit me compared to the other wine we were drinking
0: (laughs) good thing this isn't a
1: YouTube podcast (laughs) if we were on video it would be great Um, don't die
0: okay Okay, go ahead
1: anyway sorry Fonzie uh, no I just loved I I kind of couldn't remember the dynamic and I always was thinking that maybe Fonzie was like the guy who... Would make fun of all those other guys and do that kind of spiel, but from the very beginning, he's like a loyal best friend. Oh yeah, he's like their cool friend, and he'd be like, "Oh hey, we're friends." And at one, I thought it was funny. There was an episode Richie wanted tickets to the rock and roll show, and he goes and he's like, "Well, Fonzie, do you have tickets?" He's like, "I sold them already." And he goes, "Oh, I really wanted to take you know whoever his girlfriend was at the time, or just another girl he was trying to date," and. Fonzie's like, well, because you're my pal, I'll f- I'll see what I can do. And he, oh, great, thanks, Fonzie. You know, it was always like that. And my favorite is, they were $6, and Richie's like, oh, I'll have to see if I can raise that money. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, oh, it's mm-hmm. the 50s, I guess. 50s, and even yeah. when he asked his dad, his dad's like, how much? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I can have it in advance on my allowance. But Fonzie was just great to Richie. And even in
0: Potsy and Ralph, too. Like, he was like their friend. He was loyal to all his friends, because in one episode, I think it was, it was called something like Fonzie the Dad, or something like oh. that. Or Fonzie the Father, I don't know. Um, he was at Arthur's, so Arnold's, sorry. Arnold's. Sorry, in in the first episode, it was called Ar- Arthur's, and then oh, it was okay. Arnold's. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I was confused. So, he was at Arnold's, or the guys were at Arnold's, and this pregnant woman shows up at their table looking for Fonzie. And oh. she asked... Uh, which one of you is Richie Cunningham? And they were all like, he is. Like, they're all pointing (laughs) at each other. (gasps) And she's like, oh, I'm looking for Fonzie. And they're like, oh, geez. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it turns out she is the wife of Fonzie's friend who lives somewhere else. Okay. And um, he needs, Fonzie's friend needs him to take care of his wife because she's, like, about to go into labor. And I don't remember where his friend was. Wow. But... Uh, Fonzie takes him home to the Cunninghams, and the Cunninghams are going on vacation or something, so mm. they let her stay there. And so he's taking care of her because oh. he is that loyal to his friend nice. that that's what he's going to do. And of course, she ends up going into labor, and uh, he has to take her to the hospital. <laughs> as as they do in sitcoms, the of way it course. happens, and everyone's yes. freaking out, and she's just like, "Okay, everyone, calm down." It's going to be fine. You're going to have a baby. And they can't get... It's funny because in that episode, the door, the front door keeps sticking. So the Cunninghams are leaving. And they're like, well, we'll fix it when we get back. You can use the back door. (laughs) So she's, like, tells them she needs to go to the hospital. And they're like, we can't get the door open. We're, so they start ripping up tablecloths and stuff because they think they're stuck in the house. <laughs> and she's course. like, there's the back door. We can just go through the back door. <laughs> Antics and shenanigans. Well, of course. I want to talk about guest stars. Okay. Just a couple, yeah. although I wouldn't really call them guest stars because they weren't really stars yet. They mm. were just regular actors, regular people. We have Charlene Tilton of Dallas. Of course. She appeared in the episode They Shoot Fonzies, Don't They? Oh. Which aired in 1976. Um, Fonzie's bike breaks down and he has to push it 12 miles to a dance dance marathon. (laughs) A dance marathon (gasps) that he's in with Joni. Oh, man. So Charlene Tilton plays Joni's rival, a cheerleader named Jill, and Joni says that she's a pom pom. She's like, oh, she's a pom pom because she's a snotty cheerleader. Of course. (laughs) So that was super cute. Then we have Tom Hanks. Mm. Mm. Who appeared in an episode as a character seeking revenge on Fonzie for pushing him off a swing when they were in the third grade. I remember seeing something about that. That's so funny. So he shows up at the restaurant wearing a karate gi and he's going to fight Fonzie. (laughs) And Fonzie's wearing a suit. Because he's about to give a community leader award. Uh, But Tom Hanks just basically runs around the restaurant fighting himself and hurting himself and Fonzie's (laughs) just standing there watching this happen because he keeps running into things Um, finally T. Hanks kicks Fonzie through the window and this happens in slow motion oh my goodness this was special effects um this aired in 1982 which was the year that Bosom Buddies ended. Oh, okay. So Tom Hanks had already been on Bosom Buddies. Mm-hmm. He was known as a TV actor, but mm-hmm. he wasn't the Tom Hanks. He yet. wasn't the
1: movie actor exactly. Tom Hanks. Exactly. Interesting. Did you see any
0: guest stars that you wanted to talk about? I didn't cuz I didn't get to watch
1: a <laughs> lot of it uh, before we decided to do this and I couldn't re- even remember stuff from back in the day because I know I watched some Happy Days when I was young um, um, to know
0: what it was about. I, I just super remember watching Happy Days a yeah. lot.
1: And I had to have been, I mean, first of all, it, the show ended in 84 mm-hmm. and I would have been six. So I can't imagine that I watched I must have watched a lot of reruns again um and just just knew the characters in general and thinking that that was kind of mm-hmm. a cool show and how fun that was so
0: yeah. i yeah i definitely remember the Joni and chachi years mm-hmm. so i was i remember watching it new later on yeah that and been... in 84 i was nine right so let's talk about the cast shall we we shall ron howard aka little opie cunningham <laughs> 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 remember that snl skit with eddie murphy It's little Opie Cunningham. Opie Cunningham. Uh, He was born in Oklahoma in 1954. His mom was an actor and his dad was a director. He had his first credited film role in The Journey in 1959. Mm. At six years old, he was cast as Opie Taylor on The Andy Griffith Show. And he was so cute. He was so cute. Cute Cutest little kid. That was great. Two years into that show, he was in one of my favorite musicals. The Music Man. Oh. Did you ever see The Music Man? I haven't. Oh, he doesn't see it. It's so cute. He plays the little boy with the lisp. Oh. And it's in color, so you get to see his little red hair. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he was in American Graffiti, like we said, which Mm -hmm. I have never seen in full. (gasps) What? We've talked about this. We have talked about that. I cannot believe it. You know what parts I've seen of American Graffiti? Anytime it's in a documentary about a something. Oh, okay. Like, I've seen clips... Of people in cars. Man, we watched that show so much. I feel like I when tried I was, to watch it one time. And I yeah, got bored.
1: I mean, I that's like one of those. My dad had it. We watched it all the time. It was crazy.
0: Well, I might have to watch it. You will have to. He made his directing debut in... Debut? Debut. I said Debut. In 1977 on a low-budget film called Grand Theft Auto. Mm. And since then, he's directed huge films like Splash, Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, and he's been married to Cheryl Alley since 1975, and they have four children, including Bryce Dallas Howard and Paige Howard, who are both both actors. Actors.
1: Yes, Ron was uh, only like 19 when Happy Days started, Mm -hmm. so he was a little closer to the age they were supposed to be. Sure. (laughs) Sure. He is Opie for for <laughs> life. Um, I feel like now, of course, younger people probably just know him as a like director and oh yeah, not necessarily an actor. Um, I just remember like I when I was in high school, there was a guy in my class who had red hair, so his nickname was Opie.
0: Cute and yeah. the original, exactly. <laughs> I
1: and mean, I'm like, oh my god! But yeah, I just I remember I I must have I mean just because I saw American
0: Graffiti so many times too, that that's where I knew him the most that's from. So funny. That was and, a weird jump for me, though.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, even though I didn't see the movie, but just clips of little Opie Taylor mm-hmm. as a teenager trying to get some in a convertible. Right. Uh, that's a huge jump, and Happy Days is a far cry from mm-hmm. Mayberry. So, yeah, he really is the
1: all-American boy, though I think in the yeah. in and Happy he Days seems so. like
0: a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Henry Winkler played. Arthur Herbert Fonzarelli, <laughs> mm. he was born in 1945 in Manhattan, and his parents were German Jews who came to the U.S. from Berlin in 39, just before World War II. Wow. So they literally escaped Berlin All by like one day, right? and his uncle, uh, they say that his uncle stayed behind
1: mm. for
0: another day, and he was captured by the Germans. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, He had shot the movie The Lords of Flatbush, but was still an unknown actor when he took the role of Fonzie. The movie and the TV show premiered in the same year, and uh, Henry Winkler was terrified of motorcycles. No way. Yes. And I am, too, so I understand. I am, too. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, that's interesting.
0: So whenever you see him riding on one, and I'm sure this isn't going to come as a shock, Mm -hmm. um, it's on... Like a platform being pulled by a truck. Mm -hmm. Or on a, you know, a screen. That's interesting. But that's not... That's crazy. crazy Uh,
1: This is a fun fact that I read because it's one of those... It's a recurring theme of things I'm obsessed with. Uh, Henry Winkler was only (laughs) 5'6". Five, six. Yeah, I read that. I you was, know, that I was looking sense. it up because I was trying to see... I was actually looking to see like when he was born because uh-huh. I was like, man, I think he's a lot older than he's supposed to be as this at the start sure. of this and not be a high school kid. Well, so. he was born in 54. Right. He, he was 29. Or, I'm sorry, started. not
0: 54, 45. Yeah.
1: He was, yeah, he was 29 because it started in January mm-hmm. of 74. And you know what? <laughs> Fun fact
0: related to that. Our friend our personal friend Mickey Dolan oh. auditioned for the role of Fonzie but it was decided that he was too tall because he was six feet tall right although it says he's six that's, feet tall but I don't is he six feet tall because I mean tall. I stood next to him and I don't know I feel like there's a picture on Facebook of you and I <laughs> that came, and that came up on our memories, our memories today, living today. I, and that's um, so funny because I was looking at it today and I was like he doesn't look six feet, but you know what? It says six feet on the back of one of their albums. Mm. And but it, yeah. And uh, I he's think, probably a six feet. I, I bet he is six Maybe feet. Maybe I was standing on Except, something. um, well, he, and he has a hat though
1: now that he wears <laughs> he all the time. <laughs> that would make him but you know, I mean, you do get a little bit shorter as you get sure. older. And, and he's usually sitting down when know. I'm talking right. to him. And so. I'm thinking I'm standing. I mean, I don't know because. To me, you know, most, most everybody is shorter than me, so I guess I, it's hard for me to um, tell too. But interesting. But anyway, interesting. yeah. okay.
0: I believe that the Fonz is 5'6", because yeah. he was shorter than Richie. Well, and right, and Richie
1: how. was 5'9", so okay. uh, Ron Howard is 5'9", according to his, and there was an episode I watched, actually, where Potsy and Richie were getting fake IDs, so they could get into a strip club. Oh, what? what? And they asked their heights, and Potsy's like, I'm 5'10". And Richie's like, you're not 5'10". I'm 5'9". nine. he's like, I'm taller than you. And he's like, no, you're not. It was like this big <laughs> joke. And he's like, 5'10". And then the creepy guy who was selling them out of his uh, trench coat was writing on the ID how tall he is. I was like, this is interesting. But anyway.
0: That's so funny. They were always trying to be older because I was watching yeah. one where they wanted to rent a room and a cabin in at some <laughs> lake or something. because there were some girls, there were going to be girls there. Of course. There were girls that were renting the back room. I don't know nice. how they figured that out. So they wanted to rent this room for $75 mm. and so they had to call and pretend to be older and they were like, we are businessmen and we want to rent this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah richie's fake id he gets says he's 25 nice. and he's like how can i pass for 25 and posse tells him to wear a bow tie uh and i'm like okay which is hilarious and then they get in to <laughs> and this they, strip club
0: and when they went to this cabin that they had already rented they wore suits and hats because they were businessmen <laughs> i love it and it turned out that they were being rented just the porch no oh, okay good times
1: so, I do have to mention Henry Winkler as well. I read this and then that story you just told about his family mm-hmm. is interesting because he is cousins with Richard Belzer. Belzer, yeah, who is from Law and Order SVU. He sure plays is Sergeant Munch. He sure is. I and love Richard Belzer. Yeah, I do too. And I thought, oh my god, I didn't know that. So that's interesting because Richard Belzer is. On the, I've watched every episode of Law and mm-hmm. Order SVU. He's a very prominently talks about being Jewish, uh-huh. and uh, so that's interesting that story that you told about them escaping mm-hmm. Germany. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm think, trying to think like, is there multiple uncles or the guy that got captured? Yeah. Is that uncle? I'm sure. Okay. maybe another okay. so, side like,
0: of his family. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, everyone was.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody would have been. So but that's crazy. Did
0: you know that Richard Belzer was a stand-up comedian?
1: I didn't know that.
0: Because the first place that I ever saw Richard Belzer was stand-up. Really? And then I saw him on Law & Order, and I was like, wait. It's kind of like the reverse Leslie Nielsen. Mm, Like how Leslie Nielsen was a super serious actor, and then he did Naked Gun. Yeah. Okay, tangent. Hilarious. (laughs) back to Henry Winkler. Um, He was offered the role of Danny in Grease shocking not shocking yeah. at all actually no but not yes, shocking I mean awesome. I've never I've never heard him sing mm-hmm. I'm sure I could if I looked it up he was supposed to play opposite Marie Osmond as oh. Sandy hmm. so I would like to see that incarnation of Grease I would too um, they both turned down the role he says he turned it down because he thought John Travolta would be better oh well. that, that seems like an odd reason to turn it down that's role, but okay. true but interesting in 1980 and 81, he started an animated Hanna-Barbera science fiction comedy cartoon oh. called The Fonz and the Happy Days Gang. Hmm. <laughs> and then he was a producer and a director, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have Marion Ross, who plays Mrs. C. Marion Kelp Cunningham. And she's a babe. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. She really is. And she was born and raised in Minnesota. She's currently the oldest living cast member of the show and she's ninety. Wow. And side note, a show
1: that we've already talked about on uh-huh. T V tangent, which was Night Court. Uh-huh. And I can't remember if I remembered oh, this yeah. at the time, but she plays the lady who's obsessed with T V yes, shows. We did talk about that. And threatens
0: the whole yes. courthouse. Yes. And that's Mrs. Cunningham. That's funny. <laughs> and it's funny because you would think that on Night Court, because Happy Days is set in the 50s, that on Night Court, she would be like 90. Right. (laughs) And it didn't dawn on us that that didn't happen. (laughs) Her son is uh, Jim Meskimen. He's an actor. And her daughter, Ellen Plummer, was a writer and producer on Friends. Oh, hey. Not weird. Of course, Tom Bosley played Howard Cunningham, Mm -hmm. the hardware store owner father. Yep. He was born in Chicago in 1927. And even though he played a Catholic priest many, many, many times, he is actually Jewish. Oh. In the 80s, he starred in Father Dowling Mysteries. Did you ever watch that? I think I may have a little. My mother watched that show every day. Because, yeah,
1: I think I did Mm -hmm. a little. Oh, I do. Because, you know, now, yeah, it's all coming back to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing him. I remember seeing him. A memory. Yep. And he was also on Murder, She Wrote. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also did the commercials for Glad Bags.
1: That's wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I forgot all Those about that. Those around all the Oh, time. that's
0: right. He was married twice. His first wife, Jean Elliott, died in 1978. And he married Patricia Carr in 1980. And they were married until he passed away in 2010. Mm. And he had one child. Forgot all that stuff, though, that he was in. That's amazing. I feel like... He also... Gla- did-
1: Sadly, Glad Bags is the one yeah. I'm going to remember the most of right? That's just hilarious. I feel hilarious. like he also
0: did commercials for, like, old people insurance or something.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or or ARP or something. I, I don't know. God,
1: that's so funny. I can't like, believe...
0: all of those daytime it, things. Yeah. Tom And the trash bags stick out to me. Tom Bosley's <laughs> voice is a voice that you hear while your mom is vacuuming yes. the dining room.
1: Yes. Yes. when you're a kid (laughs) he was that and he was great as the dad i mean he just was kind of like and he was so the 50s dad early on too because there was an episode where the mother marion like rebels like he comes Mm -hmm. home i expect dinner on the table why are these ladies in my house trying to sell you makeup which is what happened and then she got a job at the diner and it was like this crazy thing and that was also when uh richie and Joni came in and they're like They were spelling, like the parents were spelling words. And they're like, you know, in front of their teenage children.
0: (laughs) Oh, like so they wouldn't know they were talking about it. And
1: Richie's like, we know how to spell. And then he goes to Joni. they only spell when they're fighting or getting frisky. And so they were fighting the first time. And then later on in the episode, they're like, he comes home in the middle of the day. And they're in the other room like, hey, da, 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 da. And then the kids come home from school and they're like, what are you doing? Oh, we want to have lunch as a family. We're going to go make some lunch. And they go in the kitchen. And the two of them are out there. And they're like, well, crap. What are we going to (laughs) do in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N? And then they're in the other room. And Richie goes, "Uh uh-oh, they're spelling. And I think it's because they want to get F-R-I-S-K-Y. And he goes, let's get out of here. And they take
0: off. It's hilarious. They were always trying to get frisky. They were. They were, yeah. And he, you know what? And sometimes he was just like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Like when Richie asked him for money to go uh, stay at the lake, He was like, Dad, I need $25 because Potsy and Ralph want to go on, like, this nature trip for school so they can study nature. And his dad's (laughs) like, they only care about girls. Richie ends up telling him, well, because there's going to be girls there. And his dad's like, why didn't you just tell me that in the first place? And he's like, oh, okay, there's going to be girls there, so can I have $25? And he's like, no. (laughs) He's awesome. Love him. Um, Don Most played Ralph Mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, He's also a singer, and in 76 released a pop album titled Donnie Most. Oh. It was not a huge hit. Okay. But his singles, you know, did okay on the charts. Okay. Do you know the name of the character Ralph Malfe's parents? His dad was like an optometrist or something? His dad? Or an orthodontist? No.
1: Optometrist, because there was an episode where a new sheriff is elected, and he starts making up all these rules, and Ralph Malfe's dad... Has a building that an eyeball sticks off oh, of the side of sweet. and tells him he has to get rid of it. So Ew. that's how I do that.
0: But you don't know their names. I don't. Mickey and Minnie Mouth. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love it. Mickey and Minnie That's Mouth. funny. Erin um, Moran played Joni Louise mm. Cunningham. Mm. She was born in 1960 in Burbank. Yes, she was very young when the show started. She was. She was like 13. Mm-hmm. She signed with an agent when she was five. Um, later, she was also in Joni Loves Chachi with right. Scott Right. Which, which probably did not do so well. It didn't do well, but I did watch it as a kid. But mm-hmm. I I think it kind of weirded me out.
1: And she didn't want to do Joanie she did not enjoy, she yeah, wanted she, to stay on happy Yep. Day. and then they re- she returned to happy mm-hmm. days and she yeah she was very much so i remember them saying she didn't want to do that
0: show so yeah. it was kind of she wanted to stay with her friends at happy days mm-hmm. she went to do Joni loves chachi and it didn't do well didn't do it was well. canceled before happy days ended so she mm-hmm. went back and she was happy about that yeah she had a
1: tumultuous life though she, she did. suffered from a lot of depression after
0: it after ended. and a little bit during because she said starting from age 15 the producers were trying to get her to lose weight yeah they said and, right away she yeah.
1: you know a couple of years in they were like yeah you need to be skinnier
0: and they wanted her to be sexier which mm-hmm. i never saw the little sister character like that no
1: and she was so cute as she was yeah. i mean even cute in a way like cute in a normal adult way right. i mean, you know just as a girl cute yeah so that kind of crazy
0: Um, So, yeah, after that, she did suffer from depression, and she moved to California, or into the California mountains. Mm -hmm. Um, But her home was foreclosed in 2010. Yeah. So she she had to move in with her in-laws, I believe, didn't she? Yeah, in a trailer with her mother-in-law in Indiana. And she passed away in 2017 from throat cancer. yeah. Her husband Steve Fleischman said she had started experiencing symptoms only 5 months earlier.
1: I read that. I remembered
0: she had passed
1: and I looked that mm-hmm. up and they said it was so quick and I guess in, and then I, I I was surprised to hear this. I guess I didn't even pay attention when this happened that that statement from her husband was released by Scott Bayo. Hmm. So I read that and I was like, okay. "Oh, I can re- kind of remember that now. So they must have stayed decently close, I guess." Over the years? Yeah, maybe. So, but yeah, she, I guess, struggled a lot. Because she was and,
0: involved in things. Yeah. You know.
1: And there was, that was sad for me. I guess there was, I, there was that whole thing. There was a big lawsuit with um, yeah, her. Yeah. Everybody. And... I'm trying to think of their real names. But Tom it's, Bosley. Tom Bosley, Marion, Ross, mm-hmm. whatever
0: her they, real name is. Yeah, she they she, brought a lawsuit because they weren't getting paid for merchandise.
1: And someone was playing a game, like a casino game. A friend of one of theirs, where if you got so many Marion's, you won. And, that's, and that was, so they didn't even know this happened. Uh-huh. It was a Happy Days game somewhere. Yeah. And someone told them, and they were like, hold on, we're not getting royalties from that. Yeah. And they said that they had an agreement. They ended up not having to get back money, I guess, but they had some kind of settlement. But yeah. But that was a big thing just back in, like... It was after Bosley had passed, because I think they said it was his yes, estate. Yes, it was so his estate. So it was in the late t- you know, teens mm-hmm. of the 2000s, so
0: that's kind of crazy, too. Our next cast member is Noriyuki Morita, Pat Morita, mm. who plays Arnold, the original owner of the restaurant. Yes. So he was the owner of the restaurant for the first couple seasons. Marita was born in 1932 in California. He did not have an accent, like he had in all of the shows oh, that he okay. played. He was rehearsing Happy Days without an accent, but Gary Marshall was like like pressured him into doing an accent. Interesting. Um, his father was born in Japan in 1897. Whoa, that crazy! That is crazy. He immigrated to California in 1915. Mm. And Paparito was born in 32, so that's a long time. Wow. He also had a brother named Hideo, who was 12 years older. The family had a chop suey restaurant in Sacramento Mm. for a while, and Pat would entertain the customers and, like, tell jokes and be the master of ceremonies. Nice. So in one episode, we find out that Arnold's real name is Mitsumo Takahashi. Mm. Okay. The place was called Arnold's when he bought it. And he didn't have enough money to replace the sign. So he just started going by Arnold. I love it. It's so funny. He later left the series because he was offered his own show called Mr. T and Tina. Have you ever heard of it? No. No. Because only five episodes aired. Okay. <laughs> um, he was replaced by Al Malinero, who played Al Del mm-hmm. He moved to California from Wisconsin. Okay. And he saved enough to start his own collection agency. Nice. And then he sold that business and began investing in real estate. One of his sales was for land for a shopping mall and made him enough money that he could become financially independent and pursue his dream of acting. Oh, wow. And that's how he ended up on Days. That's crazy. He actually, he met Penny Marshall in acting class in 1970, and she introduced him to her brother. Oh. Which is kind of how her co-star on Laverne and Shirley mm-hmm. did it. She met yeah. Penny Marshall, and then... So Penny was just like, hey, everybody, meet my brother. Meet Be my on my show. Get on the show. Um, he me. played Murray the cop on Gary Marshall's sitcom The Odd Couple. Oh, And then in 76, he replaced Pat Morita, like we said, as the owner of Arnold's. he passed away in 2015 at 9 to 6. 96? Woo. Um, I
1: was just thinking the only person so aware we hadn't mentioned was Anson Williams. Anson Williams? Williams, Yes. Played
0: Warren Weber. I really like the name Anson. I do, too. It's kind of a sexy name. I like that name a lot. Anson.
1: Anson. And Potsy's so like... (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking about it. (laughs) Uh He... He is. He's very cheesy and really like, his, I, I don't know how to describe him without people not seeing my face. Right. He's, <laughs> like, he's kind of
0: schmaltzy. And his parents had money, I feel like. So, like, he would Mm -hmm. just ask his dad for money, like, when they needed... They each needed $25 to get this room, and he's... They're like, did you get the $25? so of course. I asked my dad. He gave me $25. Right. So, that was always his thing, was it
1: And Mr. Cunningham, kind of, in the early on, he didn't think he liked him, and he's like, he's always washing his hands when I'm around. It was, like, a weird episode, (laughs) and then he goes... He just doesn't like me. He, like, he leaves the room or whatever. But he was always over. And then, you know, mom is bringing the milk and cookies to his room when they're in high school. Because um, she was the sweetest mom. She was. But Potsy was awesome. He was kind of that friend that... And, you know, he was, like, a good-looking guy who had been your, like, you know, your friend. Yeah. and. He was the clean-cut he, he really was. Yeah. I, like, there's a one of the beginnings, like, the... Uh, theme songs, he's singing the Happy Days mm-hmm. theme like on a microphone yes, in the Yeah, because the... he he
0: actually was singing the Happy Days theme. And I'm like, that's awesome. So mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was way cool. Well, Anson Williams' real name is Anson William Heimlich. Oh. And guess who his uncle was? Huh, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Dr. Heimlich? Henry Heimlich, inventor of the Heimlich re- man- wow. maneuver. Wow. Remover. The Heimlich <laughs> remover. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. I'm the Heimlich remover. (laughs) Ah, Excuse me. I'm just having my Heimlich removed. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: You Hmm. shut your mouth. Good times. My mouth. You shut your mouth. (laughs) Uh, So now he's a television director. (laughs) On shows like Sabrina, The Teenage Witch, and Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, hey. Not not the new ones of either of those. Oh, okay. You go, Anson. And Scott Baio played Chachi. (laughs) So (laughs) Richie Cunningham (laughs) grows up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's got my O's on the show too we're just getting lots of it it's fine um Richie Cunningham grows up he gets married and he joins the army mm. um Ron Howard left the show in season 7 mm. but Richie and his girlfriend Lori Beth were married in season 8 oh okay over the phone over the phone over the phone Bonzi stood in in for him at the wedding okay interesting right I'm pretty sure that's not even legal I don't think it is but it's TV uh, Ron Howard was replaced by Ted McGinley so new character comes on I think okay. his name was Roger or something Ted McGinley played Jefferson Darcy on Married with Children a show you've never watched a show I have never watched oh my goodness I'm sorry I was sheltered growing up well so was I I had, just, I like, watch had to watch it on it the fly. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it but I watched it all the time sorry mom, sorry, mom. um Ted McGinley was also on The Love Boat and Revenge Ooh. of the Nerds. I've never seen Revenge of the Nerds. Me neither. Shocking, okay. I know. <laughs> it's fine. Um, he looks the same in every single role he's ever had, ever. Mm. He's never aged. So when Richie returned home from the Army in season 11, he had a wife and a kid. And so this was the last season okay. that Ron Howard came back, just like for a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. He came back and his parents wanted him to get a job, but he wanted to move to Hollywood and become a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So he did that, and then he came back for the episode where Joni and Chachi get married. Okay, yes, in season eleven. So after Joni left Chachi, then they got married on Happy Days. Oh, they did. Okay. Also, let's talk about Mork and Mindy, because that was another spinoff. Can we also mention that you said who somebody's
1: somebody's relative became a writer or producer on Friends? Yes. Okay. That is so true. in the very first episode... That was Marion
0: Ross's daughter. Marion Ross's
1: daughter. Okay. So the very first episode of Friends, uh, Rachel leaves Barry at the altar. Mm-hmm. And then she's uh, watching TV in Monica's apartment. And the marriage of Joni and Chachi <gasps> is on. And she says, but see, Joni loved Chachi. That's <laughs> the difference. <laughs> and uh, so that's part of a Friends episode, of course. Cute. And then later on... Uh, when Phoebe gives birth to the triplets, mm-hmm. her doctor is obsessed. <gasps>
0: he is. He
1: walks in and he says, you're in great hands. I know what I'm doing. Cause he's not her real OB. And he says, and also Fonzie rules all. And I he leaves him. and they're like, did he just say Fonzie rules all? I and they're like, him. I think so. And then he comes back in later and they're like, what? And he goes, and so she's like, please get me a doctor. That's not crazy. And not Fonzie. <laughs> and Ross is like, It's not that he's Fonzie. It's just just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he comes in later and he's like, okay, uh, everybody get in place. You know, the babies are coming and channel 28. And Phoebe is like, what's that year? Sunday, Monday, happy day. That is if we were doctors. So I find that interesting that there's that whole Happy that's, Days theme with one of our favorite shows of all time.
0: Well, <laughs> on Happy Days, they would do callbacks to Ron Howard's child acting all the time. Like, mm. one time they they were coming out of a movie theater, they were seeing The Music Man, which oh, he was in. okay. And someone was like, that kid looked just like Richie. And they're ah. you know, like, "Nah, No way. And then another time, they were watching The Andy Griffith Show on TV. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Didn't know that. So, you have heard of the term jumping the shark, mm-hmm. right? I think we've talked about jumping the shark. You want to tell us what jumping the shark means? No? This, first of all,
1: <laughs> I just read about this. Okay. But you're going to have to do it because I don't remember That's any Fine, of But it, you so. know what jumping the shark yeah.
0: means. It's like the point in the series when they resort to, like, crazy plot devices yeah. to raise ratings. Right. Because they feel like you know, they're not getting the ratings like, anymore. What can we do. So yes. they put in something crazy. Something crazy. I would say like when Marlena got possessed by a demon <laughs> on Days that, of Our Lives That's beyond
1: jumping the shark. Correct,
0: <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> um, so it actually came from the season five episode of Happy Days called Hollywood, part three, in which Fonzie literally jumps over a shark. Did Mm. you watch this episode? I did not, but I remember that's where I read it, and I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the whole episode is like a cheesy teen beach movie, Mm. and they're all on the beach, like you do, Mm -hmm. and Fonzie is wearing swim shorts, and motorcycle (laughs) boots, and his motorcycle jacket, and a white t-shirt, and he goes water skiing in this outfit. Okay. In good his times. leather jacket. First of all, you don't do that to a leather no, jacket. That is just rude. It's horrible. Um, so then this guy challenges him to jump over this shark. So there, someone, they don't explain who, has captured a shark in a net. Like mm. a big floaty net. Okay. So it can swim around. And this is like somewhere mm-hmm. off the beach. And so they're water skiing. So the guy is like, if you jump over the shark... Because someone tells him that Fonzie's deathly afraid of sharks. Mm-hmm. So they set up a ramp so they can jump over it. And okay. the guy who challenges him ends up chickening out at the last minute and he doesn't jump. Um, but Fonzie does it, even though he's afraid. Mm. And he's the winner of the challenge. Of course. And That is where we get jumping the shark. Jumping the shark. So now you'll think of Fonzie every time you (laughs) see that phrase. Something that happens. Interesting. So, two things that Happy Days um, came up with. Well, didn't come up with, but came out of Happy Days was Mm -hmm. jumping the shark, and the Chuck Cunningham syndrome, which is when a person just vanishes disappears. from the cast. <laughs> right? Like, didn't that happen in the Cosby show? Didn't they have another sister in the Cosby show? Oh my show? goodness,
1: I think you're right. Or <laughs> or was it that uh they didn't have or somebody they
0: didn't have a sister and then it got one? like appeared. You're right. I think Sodder that's the, the I think that's the oh. case. Oh my god. I have to do the Cosby Okay, show. Chuck Cunningham Syndrome. I like yeah, it. That's a thing. So what else you got on your notes on happy days? Because um, I stepped all over them. No,
1: nothing because you mentioned uh, Mork and Mindy. That, that oh, was, that's right. We were going to talk did, about Mork and Mindy. Be births, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I did have to mention that was the same thing we were just talking about. Where uh, that's what. <laughs>
0: like I'm popcorn. Rachel. I know.
1: I was like, I'm avoiding the popcorn. Uh, Rachel says, "Oh, I really liked Mork," and the doctor
0: oh, looks at her Hulk. with a death stare,
1: <laughs> and Phoebe right away is like undo it undo it undo it undo it and she goes and he goes like Fonzie met Mork Mork froze Fonzie and she goes yeah but Fonzie was already cool so it didn't hurt him and the guy's still looking at me. he's like you're right you're right and he runs (laughs) off and they're like oh so that's hilarious also um so Mork and Mindy did you watch that show again I did way back in the day probably couldn't remember almost any part of it. I remember yeah. watching that at my grandparents' house. Sure. And having something. We had, I think I had a folder. I think I had a Mork
0: and Mindy folder when I was Oh, little. yeah. Everybody had he the so Mork and Mindy stuff he when so I was did. at school, and I didn't. Yeah. But I remember people having Mork and Mindy folders. I remember that. But the funny thing about Mork and Mindy is that, first of all, how did this show suddenly have science fiction on it? Because Mork came from another planet, yeah. And he meant Mindy, and then they had the Mork and Mindy spinoff, which was in present day nineteen eighties or oh. whatever, or seventies, whenever it was. I didn't look any of this up. I'm just saying this off the top of my head. <laughs> off the top, but so they were in the fifties, and then I guess time jumped, mm, maybe so it to was the very present. Yeah, I that's true. So there were a few spinoffs. Not all of them were successful. There was Joanne Oshachi. There right. was um, Laverne and Shirley, most successful by there far. There was another one, Banksy something or other. I don't remember. And mm-hmm. yeah, because once you've got a hit on your hands with Gary Marshall, mm-hmm. you got to do everything you can to yeah. get money off of that. Keep and, it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy Days was a great family show. And I hope that everyone has fond memories. Of Happy Days. Indeed. And Good you stuff. can, yeah, you can watch season two on Amazon Prime right now. I don't know why just season two.
1: They only have, um, I believe, the first season on Netflix DVDs, too. So huh. that's also Crazy. weird.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, anyway. Should we wrap up the Happy Days? Let's wrap if it we've up. We've gone for like 10 hours. <laughs> if we have gone for 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> These days are ours
1: Happy days. I don't know. Yours and mine. Happy days.
0: Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV Tangents.